Welcome to the bonus episode of the United Basketball and Leadership Podcast brought to you by my good friends at Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish has been very supportive of the Hoosier Gym Clinic. I definitely want to give them a shout out and encourage you to call them and reach out to them for our exclusive discount. I was very disappointed when I found out all our coaching clinics would be canceled this fall, mainly because I would not be able to hold the clinic at the Hoosier Gym in Knightstown, Indiana. So I decided to go to Indiana that weekend, regardless of whether we were having a clinic or not, spend time with some dear coaching friends, talking basketball and culture, and spend a lot of time at the Hoosier Gym with my friend Bob Gardner. I hope you enjoy this podcast. You will also support the Hoosier Gym and realize that it plays a major role in the Indiana basketball community. Hey coaches, I'm here at one of my favorite places, obviously my favorite gym in all the country, the Hoosier Gym, where the movie Hoosiers was filmed, with Bob Gardner, who I refer to as Hoosier Gym Bob. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing great. Welcome to Hoosier Gym. Glad to have you back. Yeah, we're excited. I made up my mind several months ago when the clinics were not going to be taking place that I was going to come to Indiana anyway and play golf and come to the gym and shoot around and uh, and just enjoy a weekend in Indiana, and I definitely didn't want to missed an opportunity to come to the gym and talk to Bob about a lot of things that are going on in the gym. There's a new book. There's all types of things going on. So, Bob, first of all, tell us about your relationship with the gym going back to your early years in life and in high school and how you're just how, how you feel about the gym, what a big impact it's been on your life. Well, I, w- I played on the last team uh, that played in the gym in 1966. Uh, I was a 5'10 starting center. I started at 20 games at the center of the bench and uh, <laughs> I uh, went away to college and was never even back in the gym until August of 2015. Wow. And uh, my wife had passed away the previous year. We'd lived in Florida for 15 years and the Sjogren Society, who she was actively involved with, uh, asked me to do a bicycle ride in her honor. So I came back and rode a bicycle from here to Boulder, Colorado to raise money for the society. And while I was here, that magic of being in the building sort of took over. And I thought, well, if I can sell my house in Florida, I might move back. And six years later, I'm here. So what exactly is your role with the gym? Are you a caretaker, manager? And who, who, who really owns and runs the gym now? The town of Knightstown owns the building. Uh, there's a 501c3 corporation uh, that uh, manages the gym and operates it. Uh, it's a total volunteer group uh, of which I'm their events coordinator. And uh, I also uh, uh, handle the All-Star Game and the Hoosiers Reunion All-Star Classic and uh, scheduling of high school games in. and. Uh, it's been uh, a trying time here lately. We've, yeah. uh, with the COVID, we've, we're shut down for a long period of time. Now we're open back up on a limited basis. Yeah, well, let, we're gonna talk about all the events that take place here. But I know there's a book that you've authored about the gym. Talk about the book, talk about how people can buy the book and the proceeds go to help out the gym, correct? That's correct. Over the period of time, uh, people like yourself coming into the gym and you hear all of these wonderful stories about what the movie Hoosiers meant to them. And I started trying to analyze, well, 
what part of it was the gym and part what part of it was the movie and what is this synergism between the two that has 60,000 people a year wanting to come here yeah and it boiled down to the fact that I understood that Angelo Pizzo who wrote the script was really a genius because he took an underdog story everyone loves on underdog stories but he gave so many life lessons that were hidden in this movie that I decided I was going to figure out what they were. And so I started watching the movie in little five minute segments over and over and over. And I discovered what I felt were 11 distinct life lessons in the movie Hoosiers that were applicable to someone who wanted to have the foundation for a great life. And that's what I did. I'd never written anything before, never done a book. And uh, it was released July 1st, and surprisingly, uh, it's been more successful than I had dreamed of. That's really good. Again, I have a copy of the book, and just very th- very applicable things you can apply to your everyday life, even if you're not a basketball coach. But it's definitely great for those of us who love the game and coach the game or play the game. But it's just a great book for anyone who loves history, loves the movie. And it's also – it's not 400 pages long. Like it's a book that someone can knock out in a weekend and read several times. I, when I wrote it, uh, I actually trimmed a lot out because part of my goal was that if you're going to go through 11 life lessons and maybe something that Ollie says in second chances is also applicable in redemption. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't want to have to read for three days to get there. Right. So basically I've heard from several people, they pick it up and they start reading it and they don't stop until it's done. And that's about an hour and a half. So it's real simple. It's a simple read. And and as a coach, I think it could be also a book that a coach goes through with his team. Uh, I've, uh, I, part of the design was watching practices of teams coming in here and picking up on the kids on a team who had a really good attitude, mm-hmm. like a Merle, to someone who had a really bad attitude to begin with, like Raider Buddy. Right. And I really tailored a lot of that uh, towards coaches. Hey, kid, take this home and read it tonight. And come back with a better attitude. No, that's great. So if coach wants to, if a coach wants to purchase the book or purchase the book in bulk for their team or their school, how would they go about doing that? Uh, it's online. Okay. Uh, 11lifelessons.com, all spelled out lowercase, or there's even a quicker way, the number 11forlife.com. Uh, and it'll take you to the webpage. And I will tell you that we do uh, are going to have a special offer for coaches uh, if they'll just in when they fill out the line where they want to uh, endorse to someone, if they'll just you you UBC there, uh, they'll get a special discount. Yeah, well, that's great. I appreciate you doing that. And the UBCs for United Basketball Clinics, which we've held in the gym. I think this would have been our fourth consecutive year doing that so again yeah take advantage of of the book coaches again like i said it's a great book it's a it's a it's a great read but more than anything the money goes to help out this historic gym and since they're going through a tough time we all are every small business out there with especially if you're based on tourism and visitors so help out the gym 
get a couple of copies of the book. And I would say, or they, if they're in the area, they can swing by. Do you have books here? Absolutely. Stop by. And, uh, you know, the best way to buy it is to come by and see the gym while you're buying it. Yeah. Uh, we encourage people to come by. Uh, we're not open fully. Uh, we're tours only right now. But we do let people sneak in and shoot some baskets, even yeah. though we're tours only. Yeah, well, that's good to know. I, I think I, I just got about 30 minutes of shooting myself. So let's talk about what all goes on at the gym today. Do high school teams still come and play games? And if so, how would they get a hold of you for teams out of state and they want to come bring their parents and players to play in the gym? It's interesting. We had 106 games here last year. Wow. 84 of them were high school games. And I do not schedule anything that's not a game on your actual schedule. These are not scrimmages or exhibitions. And over the last two years, we've had teams from Mississippi, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Missouri, Illinois, Michigan, Tennessee, Kentucky, and of course, Indiana. And uh, it's an amazing feat when you think that people from Mississippi, Thousand mile round mm-hmm. trip brought 400 fans to high school basketball. Wow. And it's interesting because the coach said, We don't draw that many fans <laughs> at home. Oh, I imagine. And so, uh, if a coach is interested, the best way to do it is to find an opponent that wants to come with you. Yeah. Uh, I went through trying to schedule games for coaches who did not have a game. Coaches lie. Yeah. They say, oh, we're not going to be very good. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm rebuilding. And then they come in and thump someone 90 to 20. Yeah. And that doesn't do either right. team any good. So uh, it's best to have someone that you uh, are familiar with, that uh, both want to travel to come and play. And then it's just a matter of going online to info mm-hmm. at thewhosyourgym.com and uh, telling me the school, uh, what kind of dates you'd like to have, and uh, We'll work something out. Now, our preference at this point is, because we do multiple games in a day's time, is to have two games from each school that comes. That way we only have to flip the gym once when we have four games. When you have four different games with with four sets of schools, that really slows the process down. So it helps they bring their their girls and their boys team. Girls and boys varsities is the best way to go. And here's – from the gym's selfish standpoint, our selfish standpoint, you bring your girls and boys varsity, they're juniors and seniors. Those freshmen and sophomores on that JV team, they're going to want their chance to come back in two years to play. So you probably have schools that make this an annual event. Right. Uh, we, uh, we've done that. Uh, what we're seeing more than just an annual event, we're seeing that two-year cycle. So uh, a junior – doesn't necessarily get to play as a senior, but a, a sophomore yeah. who did not play in the varsity game suddenly as a junior gets a chance to play here. Yeah, well, that's great. And so do you play most of the games on Saturdays or are there weekday options or is it all weekends? We, we, we used to do six games on a Saturday and it just wore the volunteers out. Yeah. So I'm trying to limit it to four games on a Saturday. But we're doing double headers on Friday nights. Okay. And with the advent of so many uh, girls' games on Tuesday nights, we're actually doing a lot of in-state girls' games on Tuesday okay. nights. So – And over holidays. Yeah, okay. Over the holiday, we're busy every day. That's correct. So a team could come out of state 
play a Friday night game in the Hoosier gym, then pick up another opponent just in the local area possibly or on their way back home and make it a two-game trip. Right. We had a team from uh, uh, Pennsylvania that came in and played a Friday night game against an Indiana school. And then they, both, they came and played a different opponent here on Saturday. Wow. No, that, that's, that's great. So tell us about the gym. How has it changed since the movie? The original structure was built in 1921. And that was from the wall where you step into the gym to the back of the stage. In 1936, they added a lobby. And the floor they put down in 1936 is what's still here today. Okay. Uh, the only changes from the movie have been heating and air conditioning, uh, the three-point line, mm -hmm. and ugly scoreboards. Yeah. Because you have to have that tenth of a second on the clock to make the games legal. But I think if you notice when you were in there, we have a scoreboard that we just got out in Nebraska that is identical to the one yeah. that was in the movie. Uh, the only difference is it's not blue, it's red, but we're going to keep it red. But it's fully functional. So Fair Play is making us a box that will allow the analog and the digital to talk together. So the timer will be able to run all three scoreboards. That's pretty and cool. And we'll have that mounted by the start of the season. No, that's awesome. Lobby is full of yeah. uh, memorabilia. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a basketball signed by Magic, Larry, Carmelo, and LeBron when they were here for special on ESPN. We have a Spalding is the official ball of the Hoosier gym. And we ha have one of 50 replicas of the very first basketball. And people will notice it has lace like a football. Mm -hmm. Well, most people don't realize in the original rules of basketball, you could dribble. Yep. And it's really funny when they put dribbling in, you can only dribble it twice. And as long as Iowa played six on six girls basketball, the true dribble rule was still in effect. And I joke all the time that there's a lot of coaches that wish that two dribble rule was <laughs> yeah. still in effect today. Yeah, now the trend is I'm going to make nine dribbles <laughs> and shoot a bad shot. So, and again, the gym has been so gracious as, like I said, we've had coaching clinics here. We've had Greg Campy. Uh, Mike Neighbors, John Kaufman, uh, so many coaches over the last three years, um, and they've been gracious to come in. So just a plug here, the, I think this clinic is one of the best clinics in America. And what's so great about it is you'll see the coaches who speak are legendary, like a Mike Neighbors. They'll spend 45 minutes shooting an underhand free throw and getting their pitchers taken in the locker room. It, it's just such a special place, and I love my yearly visit, and it saddens me that we couldn't have the clinic this year. But Bob can attest that we get great crowds for the clinic, the speakers. We have the Indiana East team that's on the floor for demonstrations. Dr. Dish has been a yearly sponsor. They've been a great supporter. So, um, and I think the clinics helped you also pick up some, some teams that come in and play. Yeah. And you, you're talking about uh, Coach Neighbors and wanting to have his pictures taken and stuff. One of the amazing things about this People walk in that door and they're suddenly in awe of the looks of the gym. Yeah. And it just, but you know what happens when they leave? That locker room is what they talk about more than anything yep. else. And it's because they can sit on the exact bench in the exact spot where Gene Hackman's butt was. Yep. And they all get there. And we have one rule in the gym that if they're going to have their picture taken there, they have to do the hand on the forehead pose just like he did when he gave him the yep. weekend to decide they want to be on the team or not and i think the other thing you notice that's different is all of these uniforms hanging around mm -hmm. three years ago we had one team wanted to hang a 
uniform in the locker room to have their team's picture taken around. They forgot to take it with them. We didn't take it down. We forgot about it. Well, the very next week, we had six games that day, which now we have now 12 more uniforms. And every team that's played here in the last year either has left a game uniform yeah. or a practice uniform. And the one thing you notice, every kid wanted to sign it. Mm-hmm. So, and I kid, the, the team, the schools are really rich. They leave game uniforms. The teams that are poor, they leave practice, practice uniforms. Uh, yeah, I'd be thinking, what could I leave? <laughs> I might go in the uh, cabinet and find one that we've retired and from about three or four years ago. But, again, Bob, thanks for coming on. I definitely want to interview in person. We're at the Hoosier Gym right now as we're, as we're talking. And, again, this gym means so much to this town, bringing 60,000 people in. It impacts the town financially a great deal. Yeah. Could I have one other thing? Absolutely. Uh, you can go on to thehoosiergym.com. Uh, we keep it updated all the time with activities. Also on there, there's a place called Shop. Mm-hmm. You can go in there and buy uh, T-shirts and stuff from the Hoosier Gym. This is the real Hoosier Gym stuff, not that counterfeit hickory yeah. stuff you can buy all over the Internet. Yeah. And then all of that money goes to the Hoosier Gym. And again, 11lifelessons.com for the book. And that money also supports the Hoosier Gym. And thanks for coming. We enjoy always having you back. Absolutely. And I'll be here next year. And we're going to have a gym packed full of coaches this time next year doing an awesome in-person coaches clinic because I think we're all about Zoomed out and, (laughs) and, and all that. So, again, Bob, thanks a lot. You're a special guy and your passion for this gym. And the game is really phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the United Basketball and Leadership Podcast. Please take a moment to leave us a review and also leave a comment about what you enjoyed most about today's guest. You may also use the hashtag United Podcast to tweet out any tips that you learned from today's guest. I hope you'll join us on our next episode.